All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of The Young Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Robinson. And this is Nick Gordon. I wish y'all could see Nick right now. He is kicked. We, we're, this is usually pretty chill when we record. We are, I got, I have my feet kicked up. Nick is chilling. He's got the, the sunnies on, the sunglasses. He's all blacked out. It's uh, it's a sight to see here in the studio. Nick, how we doing today? Yeah, just came in for work, man. You know, just hey, just work. We're here. We gotta gotta get it done. So this is this is this is uh, took this a is break work. from school to go to work. Took a break from school to go to work. Yeah, so that's always that's that's real life right there. That's real life right there. That yeah. was fun. My last couple semesters, when I would be like closing at Starbucks and be like, I have to go home at eleven thirty at night and study for a final or whatever yeah that was uh, that was always uh, interesting yeah grateful we're not doing that anymore praise god move on to uh, bigger and better things but uh but yeah man yeah. it was interesting stuff happening this weekend where we we had to we couldn't skip an episode yeah no, there's no, still no. work to be done and so per- both personal and like more like you know like we had a giant ufc event yeah, we had there, a lot of stuff happened and, with that and, too, and more. So, and more, so you want to you want to start with the? Uh, can, all right, we got to continue with the saga. You said you want to talk about this. We got to continue with the saga, the HOA update. You got one oh, for yeah, us. A quick HOA update. Um, so homeowners association. If you are unfamiliar, all, so like obviously go back and listen to two episodes ago when, when me and Josh were just talking about everything weird that happened in that twenty four hour span to all of us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so update from that. Um, There's a little overtime added to that, by the way. Yeah. So, my aunt, who was from Ohio, who's the primary uh, culprit of parking on the street mm. at my grandparents' house. So she went over to the house that we suspected was the house of the president. So she goes and she knocks on the door, and this lady comes out. Turns out, Josh, she wasn't the president. She was the freaking treasurer of this HOA. So there's freaking levels to this and stuff, the bro. And the plot thickens. There's freaking levels to this stuff, there's bro. There's levels to this. There's like a 20-piece cabinet to this HOA with 30 houses. Yeah, like 30, 40 houses max like in this little neighborhood. So it sounds like it's either the, the people that have and have not. It's the haves and have nots. Yeah. It's the, it's the losers that... And you said the the average age is pretty old in this in this neighborhood. Yeah, no, it's like mainly like a retired community so, as far as like retired people living there. You got so. all these high functioning retired people that are like, I need to take over this this neighborhood. Yeah. So, anyways, find it crazy. I think that makes this president person even more of a loser than I thought last oh, week. Oh, absolutely. And I thought this was like they were already the scum of the earth last week. So my you know, like, I just think even worse about them now. But anyway, so my aunt goes over and just starts, like, tearing into this lady. Good. Um, And the lady gets, you know, just talking about, oh, you know, I, I we just feel so bad. We shouldn't have done it. Da, 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 da. It's like, now you're crying. Yeah. Where was your compassion beforehand? But uh, anyways, so my aunt was just like, hey, you know what? If you would have, like, you know, been a normal person and knocked on the door and asked me to not do it, I wouldn't have done it. But instead, you know, you had to be a little coward and, you know, put this sheet and you're threatened $75, putting a lien on the house, all this other stupid stuff. And so, yeah, the problem is I still don't know where this president lives. And so I'm still, like, working on that. Now, do you think it was the treasurer? That blows my mind that I'm saying the treasurer of the homeowners. <laughs> the treasurer of this homeowners the tre- First of all, like, the fact that they own- they're only getting money from, well, I guess they get dues, right? They have to pay dues. Yeah, like, yearly. What, is- what does that go towards? I don't freaking know, man. Like, they have a couple trees, maybe? I mean. They're- I mean, they're freaking trees. Is there know? a sidewalk? No, 
So if there's trees, then that should be a part of like the the homeowner's responsibility. Yeah, dude, if I mean, I don't even know. I don't think any of them knows. It's just you know, it's just it's. This might be an off the air topic of conversation, but we might be able to turn HOAs into our own personal racket. <laughs> it's just uh, it's un-Americans what it is. Is it un-American it's, or is it the most American thing? It's communist China is what it is. It is. It so. is. But yeah, so we you already will, get taxed for just owning property. For just owning it, you get taxed on it. Yeah. So getting taxed on it and then having to pay some rando. Per, it's 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 the government. Gang. The government acts like they founded America. You know. You know. You know who 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 else charges people to stay in their neighborhood? The mob. That's that's what they do. The homeowners association is just a, a small scale mob it's like you're paying that for, has less power. You're paying for a protection. Exactly. So yeah. You pay, is us, the mob. you pay us so that nobody, aka us, comes in and destroys your place. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, so that's the update for that. It's a racket. Um, we will keep y'all updated. You know, as soon as I find this president's house, I'll keep you we updated find on that. But, we gotta uh, find him. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, UFC. UFC right. 264? Yeah. 264. A beautiful, beautiful undercard. A beautiful, beautiful main card. We got the man, the myth, the champ, champ, the notorious Conor McGregor is on the main event. Of course he's on the main event because he's fighting. He's not going to be, you know, some guy just on the main card. I wonder when the last time Conor McGregor was on an undercard. Bro, it was probably like like 2014 maybe. Long time ago. Long time ago. Before I was even really like thinking about you know mixed martial arts. For real though, when I I thought UFC was cool, but I had never like. First of all, I was never ever ever gonna pay for an event. I no. didn't know anybody. I mean, no one our age was buying events. No one our age's parents were really. Bro, when I was doing a kid, it. I would hear like the term pay per view. I was thought I thought like physical paper. I don't know why. I didn't know like, how. I didn't like, know. I, I didn't, know, didn't know, how know how it worked. worked. Right. I had no idea. I had no idea how it worked. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I still don't, I mean, well, I know how it works now, because, like, I just go online and ESPN, and I say, I want to buy this, and they say, okay. But, like, going on, like, your cable box, I still don't understand how that works. No, and that, I'm glad, obviously, now we don't have to figure out that. It's But still, I've always kind of wondered that, too, but. So, but anyways, so we're going to give a quick overview. We're not going to, this is not a, a full breakdown, so, you know. If just, you wanted a full breakdown, you should have paid the $80. You should have paid the $80. <laughs> it was only 70 It was 70 bucks. It was not bad. It was not bad. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, high points of the night. We'll start out from the beginning. The the early prelims, we got a, a lady fight. Um, Miss Jessica I was fighting. Who was she fighting? She fought Jennifer Maya. Mia? Maya. 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 Jennifer Maya. Yeah. Jessica I, Jennifer Maya. Um, I had seen Jessica I fight before, or I had at least seen her name. No, we've so, seen we've seen her fight. So I was I was pretty fired up to watch. Uh, there's something about watching people fight multiple times that just I feel like because since we really started, you know, since they were the only sport that continued during the pandemic. Oh, we leaned in oh, during right. the pandemic. We leaned in right. hard. So I feel like now that we've seen like a full year cycle of UFC fights, we're starting to see yeah. familiar faces more and more, and it's really cool to see. Yeah. So we uh, so they they start fighting and they start throwing hands and. First of all, the the other fights on the early prelims they were good. Um, they were all pretty scrappy. This woman's fight 
was the scrappiest I'd ever seen. It was they were throwing hands, they were not holding back. No. And I guess they got like the a gas tank as big as they are cuz they were just swinging. They never it was stopped. Calculated. It was they crazy. didn't stop. And all of a sudden, things like the end of like the second round. At the end of the second round, you see this big old, It was it was 2 thirds of the way through the second well, round. Well, what's crazy was is like so she was turning and we thought we saw some blood. Yeah. And like once like she completely turned and faced the camera, it was blood, bro. So and it comes to find out, it wasn't a punch, it wasn't you know anything crazy, it or it was something crazy. It was a headbutt. Yeah, Jessica, I and uh, Jennifer they headbutted, and Jessica's I believe it was Jessica. Yeah, her forehead split open like a full two inch gash, smack in the middle of her forehead. She looked like Jessica three eyes, <laughs> Jessica Illuminati, Jessica third eye. and it bled the way you think uh, a gash in the middle of your forehead should bleed. Yeah. And it was it was the most terrifying thing. Bro, what and, we had people watching with us that, you know, had never sat there and watched like a pay per view before. Yeah. It was pretty pretty entertaining to watch them react to. Now it. that I think about it, not I mean, great action. Action the whole yeah. night. Pretty much the whole night. Um but this was not like <laughs> this was this was not a uh a light hearted uh, Pay per view at no, all because it was not at all. There were broken bones. There were you know there was blood. There were all sorts Vicious of knockouts. knockouts. There were people that were just eating punches, not even getting knocked out. No. And we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, she gets this big old gash, and that, like I said, it's kind of two thirds way through the round. So she's in the clinch, and she's just rubbing her face against uh, Jennifer. Bro, that's like that's honestly like the best defense to do. Like Ugh. if you have like if you're bleeding like that, just it was get profuse. the blood on the other person. It was profuse. So I'd only ever seen I was watching a, a UFC fight night. It was like down in Brazil or something. This was like two years ago. And somebody they got cut in the forehead similar but like different. And that was the only other time I'd ever seen it bleed. I feel that like much. I know which one no no no. This was uh this was on the card of uh Manny Pacquiao and uh Anthony Broner. It was that card, it was boxing. It was no 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 no. I'm sure that happened, but it was okay. I vividly remember it was just a UFC like random Saturday uh. fight night and it was it was wild because it was like the second fight of the night, and it the whole canvas, the whole canvas the whole canvas, um, but it was wild. But Jessica did not win. It was Jennifer was the victor after three rounds by decision. Um, she they the I mean they wedged after the second round they cleaned her up. They wedged so, so much, much Vaseline, Vaseline in Crazy. her forehead. So much that's gotta hurt too. It's though, gotta hurt, that. but it held. Yeah, because we, we were all expecting. She didn't start bleeding until like the last thirty seconds yeah. of the, after that. It was whoever her cut man was. He he deserves a raise because they because we were expecting like one punch and the whole wad to just fly off her forehead. Yeah, and it just gush and have like a doctor stoppage. At least I kind of was. So that was a good fight. Um, the next one to talk about though, bro, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Can we right now determine that we are the number one Sugar Sean O'Malley? podcast at least on the east coast yeah on the east coast is the problem with that is uh i think impulsive had him first so impulsive is like one uh, a. East impulsive coast. is one a we're well they're puerto rico now so we're so impulsive number one u.s based so impulsive podcast. is one a we're one b i'm down i can so i can deal with so that so we'll take that bro when joe rogan says that you landed the highest percentage of punches of any fight i've ever called that is insane so what happened was he fought this guy who who came in on what was it like a week's notice? It was it was something like a week's notice, like six days a week's notice, six days a week's notice, something like that. It was uh, in the words of Dana White, Chris Mahoutin, no Mahout, I'm I'm not trying, M O U T I N H O. 
Matani. Chris Mat- Matani. Matani. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. When I mean, freaking Dana White said like he was fighting a zombie. This guy, the amount of punches and kicks and strikes that Sean O'Malley was landing on this guy, and this guy just like he, just he, he went down twice, but like he he got back and up. And it's not like he got hit and would be like like he was dazed a couple times, but most of the time he would just be eating clean shots. Yeah, his hands would still be up. Yeah. It would he wouldn't go stiff or anything, no. and he would just be eating everything. If you look up it. Google punching bad, this guy's face is gonna pop up first thing. One hundred percent. They oh my gosh, it was it was rough because you're just you're just waiting because because Sugar he you know he may not have like the most knockout power, but well I mean he was fighting at, it was at one thirty five, so it's gonna be it's not like you know with the heavyweights exactly which. it's not gonna be like a like he just hits the button, but. From what we saw, at a certain point in time, he should have, he should have been knocked out. Sean O'Malley was like shadow boxing in the sense of like he was throwing punches, nobody's throwing punches back at him. Sean That's o- what happened. Sean O'Malley was fighting the man in the same way that you would like fight your coach when he has the entire like bodysuit on. Yeah, and he has like very limited movement, and yeah. he like might throw a punch, but the rest you're just tearing him up. Uh, and the funny like thing up. is, the funny thing is, though, Sean would have to take breaks. He would start getting a little tired because he's just throwing punch after punch after punch. Is zero defense. Zero he defense. Had zero defense that he had to put up. Yeah. Uh, there was almost. I don't think there was any grappling n- no. that I can remember. No. N- none of any significance. But just remember, well, think about it, you're punching for like 15 straight minutes because this guy he's just not moving. It was. It was crazy. But yeah. So finally, the last 30 seconds. Um, yeah, Herb Dean just finally. Herb Dean was like, "I don't want this guy to have irreversible brain damage." Like, and he's you know, obviously not getting any better. So, and a lot of people were mad at the stoppage. You know, honestly, he could have stopped that fight two minutes beforehand. He absolutely could have, because the guy he wasn't. He had his hands up, but it's not like he was protecting himself. He wasn't throwing anything either. He wasn't throwing anything. It was not anything. And and Sugar had obviously won the fight after. I mean, after the first round, it was like, this guy's going to win this fight. And after the second round, it was like, well, he has won this fight. Yeah. Um, so, he Herb could have stopped it earlier. I understand that, like, stopping it in the last 30 seconds of the fight is, it's rough. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, it's like, I mean, I imagine 30 seconds, at least 10, 15 more good strikes would have would have been landed. Yeah. I'll say 10. I don't want to be that, you know, that liberal with my, my striking. Uh, like ten more good strikes, and it would have been it would have been rough, man. Yeah. So, anyway, shout out freaking Sean O'Malley. He's the future. Of he MMA, is of UFC. The future MMA. It's absolutely insane. Like I love the kid. The last two fights that he's had, crazy. He is officially for us a must watch. Yeah. He you shows up. To, he's a like, he's a main card guy for now on. There's there's people that like if I if I obviously Conor McGregor is one of those guys that. Um, and we can talk about this when we get to his fight. He, when Conor McGregor is on a pay per view, it's a must watch. Yeah. For for us, I know if if Dustin Poirier is on, it's a must watch. If uh, um um Michael Chandler, Matt Chandler, Michael Chandler, Mike Chandler, Mike Chandler, Matt Chandler's a preacher. Shout I out. I mean, if no John Jones ever comes back, obviously, John obviously, Jones. John Jones, and then Sugar Sean O'Malley. That's it. That's the five. That's the five. Uh um uh, Thug Rose. Oh, uh, true. Third row. You Third gotta rows, watch her. Big facts. Um, I, I, like, I wouldn't even watch uh, Nunez. No, because like, we already know what's going to happen with her. If fight. she's if she's on a good card with someone else, 
then yeah, I'll watch it. Otherwise, I'll watch the knockout the next day. Yeah, on right. uh, on YouTube or whatever. So, so. Um, but moving up to the main. Let's yeah, let's go ahead and go to go the to main the main event. event. There yeah. was there was a heavyweight knockout. You love to see what's his face get knocked out. What was his name? Oh, uh, 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 former NFL former NFL player. Yeah, I have it like right here. Former played NFL. for the Panthers. Just. All these sexual assault charges. And Greg all Hardy. Stuff. Greg Hardy sounds sounds like a scumbag. Greg Hardy got knocked the freak out by this by this fat Australian, Australian guy. guy. Love him to death. Freaking he, love to see it. It was a great like, moment. Uh, it that was just an all round great moment. Because then he starts like you know throwing shoes, doing shoeies, you know doing shoeies. It was it was phenomenal. And then we had um, uh, Wonderboy Thompson fighting. Uh, who was the guy he fought? I don't oh, even freak. know. My my thing went away. It was terrible. Like that fight was so boring. Stephen Thompson couldn't. It do was anything. very much a uh, just a ground game. Like uh, Stephen uh, Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns. It was and, and Gilbert Burns has fought you know high level people. And I'm sure technically speaking, it was uh, you know it was a great fight technically speaking, but. Oh, no, I mean, viewer. but freaking Dana said it was a terrible fight. Oh, yeah, so it was just not entertaining. And then we get to the main event. Yep. Connor, the notorious. The notorious one. Connor McGregor versus the Diamond, Dustin Poirier. How do you, I wonder how you get the nickname, the Diamond. I don't know. Like, but obviously, it's, it starts with the letter D, you know, first time it's Dustin, but. I think it just, it's it just someone, uh, maybe because he's got like a hard chin or something, I don't know. Because he's hard. He's just hard. The diamond. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it. But uh, so we start in this. It, it was a great palate cleanser. Yeah. First of all, we're super fired up about it. And they start walking out. The pageantry. Conor McGregor, the only person in the UFC that's allowed to have any amount of pageantry when he's walking into the ring. Yeah. Um. He walks in. He's looking good. He's, you know, he's making his way around the ring. Dustin Poirier walks in. He's looking good. It is... Phenomenal. What was going through your brain at this moment, Nick? Nick I, stood up. Oh, yeah. When it comes to like fights like this, I have to stand up the whole time. Nick stood up. I he, stood up pretty much the whole time for uh, Logan and Floyd. Yes. Like, I've, I have to stand up just because, like, if something crazy happens, I'll, I'll jump up. You're already standing up. But, like, so I was ready, bro. You I was just ready. I was excited because I was, I was rooting for Connor because, for the simple fact, when Connor McGregor wins is winning that's great for the sport absolutely for combat sports absolutely and when connor loses i feel like it's bad for combat sports so it, was, like, it was it was my heart I was think, torn i think dustin's a better is a far better human being oh absolutely. let's be honest dustin's a great guy um had a freaking confirm dustin is not punching old men in bars no yet not yet. Yeah. But, I mean, freaking, he had a kid that uh, from his hometown of Lafayette who was battling cancer. His guest brought him there the whole time. Shout out, man. Great guy. Um, but, so, yeah, but I was like, and really, I was like, all right, I need I need Connor to win this because I don't want Connor to be washed up yet. Yeah. And that, that's what I was doing through my mind. And I was really hoping Connor was going to win beca- because of that. Yeah. But I was also, I don't know, I was very much, I just wanted a good fight. I think there were positives and negatives for both sides yeah i think a positive had connor won um obviously ufc is better mixed martial arts is better when connor is winning when connor that we would have had in december we would have been looking forward to uh connor having a title shot again yeah that would have been beautiful um negative you know dustin kind of has to circle back around you know the contender yeah he has to do the contender circuit again and you hate seeing that um, positive, 
if slash when Dustin won. Dustin won. We'll describe the details. Well, well, yes. Technically speaking, yes. He won. He was declared the winner. Dustin was declared the winner. We'll just get into it. Dustin Dustin winning means that he gets a shot, and we are kind of— He's going to go up against Charles Oliveira. We're, we're maybe ushering in a new era of the UFC. Maybe. More, yeah. more or less. Um, but, so, ding, ding, starts— Connor goes directly for the attack that for the approach that Dustin had in their fi- previous fight. Right, going straight for the calf kicks, um, and he's landing too hard shots. Uh, and one in particular, um, like raises his elbow or something, and Dustin points to Connor's leg. Mm-hmm. They keep going, and so they're, they're striking each other, you know, standing up, and then Dustin gets the takedown. And once they get the takedown, Connor gets him in a guillotine. Oh, absolutely. And we're like, oh, shoot. Is well, Connor actually going to make someone tap? And he looks like it was it, – it looks like it was – if it, if it, if it was some, for someone against someone that didn't know what they were doing, he would have had it locked down in three seconds. Yeah, but freaking Dustin, great grappler. Dustin kind of knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And so he was able to get out. He was able to get but, out of it by going straight up, upside down, vertical. Yeah. Crazy move. Crazy. But, like, he – and they he, he starts t- throwing shots at Connor while Connor's on the ground. But, like, Connor at least is, is still ha- has his hands. It's still defending it, using his feet, you know, getting some, yeah. some shots at him. Uh, and so, finally, like, the last minute – and it's and it's exciting. We're like, okay, what's going to happen? Is he going to um, – is Dustin going to get him? Is Connor going to be able to get back up? What's going to happen? And so, Connor gets back up, and they both throw, like – haymakers at each other yeah both miss and then once connor pivots back on his left foot his tibia and fibula just freaking snap on his left on his left left foot and it's not it wasn't a weird thing he he stepped and it just rolled and it wasn't like his ankle rolled it was obviously like six inches up his leg so it was definitely a tib tib fib break and he goes back, and then they wrap up. And thank, thank, thankfully for Connor, there was only like 20 seconds in the round, so yeah. they were able to kind of grapple. And he only had to eat a couple shots. And then once the once the 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 bell rang, he can't get back up. He can't get back. And you up. looked at his ankle, just kind of sitting there sideways. It's sideways. It didn't look it at first glance. It wasn't obvious that it was broke. And then you look at it for more than one second, and you're like, it's not really supposed to have been like that. Yeah, and it's not like when you see some people's leg. It's not like when you saw Chris Weidman. Oh. Shatter his leg, and you see the replay, and you're like, "That does not bend like that." It was, it was in an awkward position. And you're like, "Oh, that's not good." Right. So, and once you watch the replay, you're like, okay, yeah, no. Yeah, once you watch the replay, you're like, "Oh shoot," because you saw how far it was up the leg. It wasn't just like a rolled ankle or whatever. Yeah. So the docs go out there, out there, and uh, after about 45 seconds, you see Herb Dean stand standing up there, waving his arms. You're like, "Oh freak! You gotta like, be kidding me!" Kidding me? We waited all night for this for a doctor stoppage. And uh, oh, and Connor made sure it was a doctor stoppage because yeah. he was—he's yeah, yelling, "That's a doctor Dr. stoppage! That's a doctor stoppage!" And everyone was like, y- "Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, bro, it is." Yeah. So, and then so that that wasn't great. And then Dustin starts acting like he just destroyed the fight. And honestly, I don't know who won that round. No, I have, have a lot of people saying that they think. Dustin won it. I like from just obviously we're not seasoned on the sport for all. We're we're getting more and more accustomed to it and right. But it looked pretty even, you know, you there's arguments made to be made for both sides. Absolutely. Um, I think once Dustin had Connor on the ground, Connor was able to defend very well and all you know, had him in the guillotine for a while. Yeah. But but yeah, it's one of those things that uh and I think Connor had more strikes on him. 
with the lead kicks and everything he was able to land. But that's where I was starting to get a little annoyed with Dustin. It's just obviously, you know, it's a Dr. Stoppage. Connor can't continue. So, by default, so yes, it is a TKO win. for Dustin. Yeah. But once he once he started talking, he was, he was acting all bad. Like, yeah, I beat him. Obviously, it was like, bro, you, you didn't beat him. He just cannot fight. Yeah. And so um, he was uh, – he was saying, you know, obviously, you know, I hope, you know, he he's okay, but like, he's acting like, yeah, we're n- we're not gonna fight again. This is over. Um, the trilogy is finished. I obviously won. Yeah, two out of the three. So, and it, and just a wild move of events. Joe Rogan goes and lays down besides Connor, and the whole time, too, Connor's still yelling, chirping at Dustin. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> as he's laying there with the now They're yelling cast back on and forth. Um, it was it, it was a um, for two guys that. In the fight game, I kind of, like I don't I don't look up to either of them. I don't admire either of them, but I like both of them. It was pretty classless from both sides. Oh, it was terrible. It was it so was, bad, bro. There are moments when people get knocked out cold, and when they come back, they're like, you know what? I just got got. Yeah. They just caught me, and it's all, all respect to him. And then you get to talk to the other yeah. guy, and he's like, you know, I just I was in the right place at the right time. It was my yeah. training. It was my team. You know, he was a great competitor, and I it just it, tonight it fell my way. I knew it was gonna fall my way. I did put it, put it on the work, but tonight it fell my way. Yeah. And this there was none of that. It well, was, where Dustin was coming from, Dustin was like, hey man, this guy was saying he was literally going to kill me. I was gonna walk out in a body bag. He's yeah. like, man, I don't play that game. It's like, bro, you fight for a living. You're in the fighting game. Like, that's that's uh, it is it is. What and you're fighting is. Conor McGregor, so it's like, yeah. For the third time. For you, the third time. You, He's going to say it. Like, I understand that the last time y'all were kind of buddy-buddy, but you've been through this ringer before. Like, yeah. Relax. And so Connor gets freaking the mic, and he just talks about, you know, how he's like, his wife is in my DMs! and just Which is the most... Off. It's like, bro, relax. Bro, chill out, man. It's like, Connor, can you please, like... Which, granted, I didn't like the whole doing an interview with him while he just sat there. This is like, because they were waiting to stretch him out. Like they probably could have done without doing that interview. Um, I liked it. It was. It was. I mean, it's content. Don't get it twisted. It was. But. It was content. It was a moment. You got Joe Rogan, and the the Joe Rogan does interviews. That's his job, and he's gonna get the interview. Yeah. So I I get it. If it was anyone else, I don't think they would. Joe been Rogan. Able to pull it instead off. of Joe Rogan, just like hunching down and like putting the mic in so he's just he's, sat there the fact that him. he laid down is what made it. if he was like knee, yeah. like squatting in front of him was like so you know what, what do you think about the going back and forth yeah but the fact that he like laid down next to him i respected that that's the only way you could have done that interview that's the yeah. only way so but it was funny because they because connor said you know the only way dustin's leaving this octagon is on a stretcher and yeah well oh how the turns tables yeah um crazy. so dana did say in his post uh, fight interview he said that um, obviously Dustin will contend for the title for the belt, right? But after that, once Connor's healthy, you know he an- he anticipates a fourth fight. Because um, like you can't end it, you can't like end it that. on that. There's so much animosity between the two, you can't end it. Like someone has yeah. to like, get the freak knocked out. Absolutely. Um, and then Dustin also said too, like once he got to his interview, um, you know he got showered off and dressed and everything yeah. like that he was like he said there will be another fight he's like either if it's the octagon or if it's on the sidewalk he said because you don't you don't talk about a man's wife and about a man dying like that uh like he did so dustin also confirms there will be another fight and then on sunday at post-surgery uh connor's just going on instagram stories and he's uh talking you know great recovery you know surgery went well you know six weeks time 
on the crutches and then he'll be back training build him back but uh the funniest part was when he's just kind of zooming in on his face he's like oh no bruises huh so dustin had an illegitimate win then because i don't see anything on my face to you oh my god it's very funny um the most petty so like they're both very petty right now for people so for a sport that is like kind of petty in the first place like this was way more petty than it really like needed to be yeah so but it was all in all great fight night oh yeah all in all phenomenal fight night very disappointing the um co-main event and obviously disappointed in the main event but that's what you get. That's a fight game, babe. Uh, it's a, you can't predict it. So You can't predict it. It's unpredictable. Uh, something, another unpredictable thing that happened with UFC this weekend and something that was just hilarious to see. Uh, TikTok star Addison Ray was going to be doing uh, some kind of like interviews. Like pre, it was like red carpet interview yeah, like red, stuff. Yeah, red carpet, you know, pre-fight interviews with fighters and stuff like that. And she posts on her Twitter. She's like, yep, three um, – Three whole months of uh, of school uh, journalism of school. journalism school, you know, for this moment right here. And when I tell you, all these little no name Big J journalists start freaking out out of nowhere, being like, "You didn't earn this and this and that," which I kind of like. I get it because there's people that you know go to school and they yeah. grind and they bust their tails just trying to get opportunities and they take these terrible jobs that nobody wants exactly just to try to make it. So I get it. I understand. Um, I understand the heart behind it. Right. Bad look putting three months of journalism school. She, that's the thing. I feel like she didn't realize, she, she meant it for That was also be, a joke. It was supposed to be a joke, obviously. That Hopefully she, no one's that out of touch. No, well, I don't know. TikTok. With, with these TikTok stars, I don't you know. Don't, you don't know. You don't, you don't know with these kids. So, my thing is, it, it was, we, so, the fact that it wasn't like, she wasn't giving a play-by-play. She wasn't giving color commentary. She wasn't doing like a wrap-up show or anything like that. She was doing a red carpet type, you know, interview as you're walking in. Yeah. And I think that that would have that would have been well, something perfect was for doing, someone like it that. It was smart because he was just trying to get you know some more you know, a different audience. Just people, obviously. Granted, I don't think people are going to pay eighty dollars to see uh, Addison Rae do interviews. No. But some might. Who knows? There's some weird people out some in this weird world. weird people out there. But I also thought it was funny that after uh, him talking, you know, about uh, Jake Paul and all this stuff, how he was like, he just went and got one of these other influencers yeah. just, to, just to join the team for the night. I mean, hey, it's smart business. Smart business. So it's like when, you know, with Barstool, you know, creating a podcast, you know, with the, one of the top TikTokers. It's smart. Smart biz. Trading audiences is great. Um, but, yeah, so the funniest part about this whole thing is uh, a day later – Addison uh, quote tweets it and says, "Never mind, you guys got me fired." <laughs> so after like a day of doing these interviews, I guess they decided because of the backlash. I thought it was like day of. I thought it was like that morning. Well, no, because well, she had already done the interviews. Oh, for like the, uh, for oh the, for, for the, the press for, for the oh, way. Okay. She did the interviews for the weigh-in. That makes sense. Yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah, and then the next day, like mid afternoon, she was like, "Never mind, y'all got me fired." Yeah, because she did. Uh, like she interviewed Dustin. Okay, and, uh, okay. A couple, of, I think, uh, Wonder Boy and a couple other fighters. But yeah, so I guess you know I don't know. If they actually nobody knows if they had her you know plan or supposed to uh, do any interviews night of the fight. But uh, but yeah, that would have been hilarious if she didn't. If she like had already like fulfilled her contract, yeah, and she was just like, never mind, y'all got me fired. And now she's just messing with people. That'd be funny. She showed up to the fight, from what I understand. Oh no, she sat uh, she sat behind uh, Megan Fox and Courtney Kardashian, like right there. I 
I would watch the first episode. I'm not going to say I would watch the whole season. I would watch the first episode of a reality show with Megan Fox and uh, is it Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, MGK. MGK and uh, Travis Barker and, and Courtney. Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, I would watch that. If, so if, weird. The, if the four of if I if it was just a different episode was them because they the four of them just go to different like big time events. Yeah, like if it's a big event, they're at it. So I would just watch. I would watch the first episode at least. It's just weird. It's so weird, and I, I, I don't know why, but I love both of those couples. Do I need to turn punk rock now? I guess. Like, is that is that in now? I, is that like is that what's in? Is that what you know, young ladies? Is that what y'all flips, are attracted to flip, now? No, no, it's not the young ladies. Well, sure, like thirty and forty year olds. But you got to find still. someone that was an it girl in two thousand and eight, and then she'll love the punk rock. Hey. Hey, if it works, it works. If it works, it works, man. You know that was blowing that that has been blowing my mind for like a month and a half, two months now. It's still like it's still so. like his like once MGK and Megan Fox did start dating, like like a year ago, or whatever. It was like, huh? And then like, I didn't think about it. But once Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian came onto the scene, and then they started double dating everywhere, that's where it's like, okay, this is just blowing my mind. Absolutely insane. I would love if they aren't double dating; they just end up all going to the same places. <laughs> and like just, sitting next happens. to each other. Yeah. What if you found out that the two couples hated each other and it was like it infuriated them that they like ended up at the same places all the time? What if like MGK and like Travis Barker, like he tried to get Travis to like drum for him on something he refused. And so that's why the girls have to sit in between them. Oh they just gosh. hate each other. It's crazy. But yeah, so that, bro, that row of people at the UFC fight. Wild. So, so you have them four then like four seats over from them you have bieber and his dad and then four seats over for him you have trump so it's like all right one of these things is not like the other and josh one of these things is and not josh like do you other. know what what that is justin bieber he's canadian yeah he's, canadian. he's not american people <laughs> crazy bro so it came out like a week before that uh donald j trump the 45th president of the united states was going to be at this event love him or hate him and um Mel Gibson was there. He yeah. s- saluted the man. Yeah, so. salute, yeah. And people were all, all up in arms. They're like, oh, he's going to get booed. People are going to hate him. I don't think most people understand the kind of people that love UFC events. It, it's, um, it's not the same group, but it is a comparable group to the same kind of people that would go to an SEC football game. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Um, by saying that is to say... That uh, pretty big pro Trump people, pretty pretty big. Yeah. So I think honestly, probably one of the safest events that he could have gone to. Yeah, I think he would definitely get more booze if he was at currently recording during the All Star baseball game. I think he would get more booze if he went to that. It's in Colorado. Um, yeah, but yeah, so definitely would get booed if he was at the NBA Finals. Yeah, if they would even let another him another thing about Addison Ray that just came out today, Josh. Get this: uh, the Note Boys like ratted oh. on her. So the Nelk Boys, because the Nelk Boys were out there, too. They like, that, I, I can't. The Nelk Boys are like. It's freaking weird. They're weird. But, yeah, so they posted this video today that they got from the videographer shot. So they sat, like, two rows uh, behind Trump. Right. And uh, them. So Addison Ray uh, comes up to Donald Trump and says, hi, I just feel like I have to say hi to you. My name's Addison. 
And like so they, that's all. They, and they're like, and they start making all these jokes about like Trump and Addison Ray like hooking up or whatever. But anyway, so now Addison Ray is under fire for saying hello to the 45th president of the United States. Well, that's like when Ellen sat next to uh, uh, George Bush. George Bush during yeah. a baseball game. They were like, "How dare you?" And she's like, "I just we sat like, next to each other." She's like, "We're friends. Like we're we're friendly we have people. differences, but we're like we're nice people. We both enjoy." Watching I think baseball it's just insane. I'm one of these people. Like if you put me in front of any current or former president of the United States, I'm going to dap him up and introduce myself. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't care who you are. I'm going to, like... I can talk as much mess as I want to, but if you put me in a room with whoever... With bro, bro, like, if Bush was, like... where I could, If I could say hi to Bush, I'd say hi to Bush. If I could say hi to Obama, I would say hi to Obama. It's like, would I don't, you dap up Jimmy Carter? I mean, I feel like... Does he I, dap people up? Well, he, he's... He's pretty frail. Yeah. He's one-third I mean, the size the thing, of Joe Biden. My nine... <laughs> crazy my 94 year old grandfather how we greet each other is he said his hand out we give a good high five a good high, and he says that's a good one if it's a good one he'll say if it's not he's like do it again we have to have i love it one. i love and it so we dap up right jimmy carter i don't know he's a tiny little guy well apparently he's five foot ten but like he must have like shrunk it was know? that picture man is that picture that picture's throwing me on absolutely insane. it's hard to trust stuff I but yeah but anyways needless to say you know it's just woke twitter trying to be ridiculous yeah but anyways yeah so for me if there's a former president or whatever that i can dap up and get like a picture with oh i'm freaking going oh for absolutely it. Like, absolutely so anyways yeah that was the ufc event uh sports news that at the moment it was happening like nobody knew about but uh team usa is uh which i think they're not good at basketball terrible basketball for the first time since like 2004 they lost uh back-to-back games Granted, it was exhibition, but like, bro, you, you, they played against the first time, Nigeria? first night, Nigeria, who in 2012 they beat by 73. It's a lot. 73 points, Josh. That's a lot of points. And then last night, I actually watched this game last night. They go up against Australia. They lost. They lost again. Can't do that. Bro, it's not looking good. Somebody's going to do something. It's like, at what point. I know, you know, the world is like catching up as far as basketball, but like, at what point it's like, bro. And a lot of these teams, they have, like, you know, four or five NBA players. Right. This is a full roster of all-stars, bro. And I know you just came together for a week. You know, you've only been together for a week. But it's basketball. But it's basketball. This football, you have to, like, practice together for yeah. forever to be a cohesive team. Base, the rest of the sports, I feel like you should be able – like, maybe soccer, you need to be together for a little while. Yeah. Um, Maybe hockey. But, like, you got stuff like baseball – Ba- baseball, you should be able to throw anybody. This is why the the All Star game works. Yeah. It's and then you go to basketball, and basketball is just basketball. Yeah. You get the boys. I mean, that's together. why they don't really like run plays like in the NBA. Yeah. You know, it's like you just you play basketball. It's basketball. Like baseball is the, the pro- only well, the sport pro- that you can throw more random people together than basketball. The problem is with Team USA too is they they really didn't get any like real big Rest. men. Well, they, no, oh. they didn't have. They don't have any big men for real, so they didn't out rebound it, and they cannot defend for anything right now. They were like, you know what? We're gonna draft a team with a bunch of shooters, where we're just gonna outscore everyone. Not thinking. So Nigeria made twenty threes on them, which is absolutely insane. That's bananas. And uh, they got ab- completely. So on uh, last night's game against Australia, they uh, their leading rebounders were Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard with four each. Four rebounds each. Eight total between the two of them. The two leaders, of like highest rebound getters. Absolutely insane. Can't happen. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. They're still – granted, they're still missing Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, who are in the NBA Finals currently. They will join the team once the Finals concludes. But, uh, dude, I don't <laughs> – is this, I don't know. Is this another situation where, obviously, like, all right, so the end of the, you know, 70s are starting to wrap up, 60s and 70s, the Soviet Union's kind of a, a machine when it comes to sports, and, like, basketball was a big thing, hockey was a huge thing, and they just won. Ho- the, the, the Soviet Union hockey team won the 64, 68, 72, and 76 Olympic hockey gold medals consecutively. And the, it was the 1980 U.S. hockey team that, like, out of absolutely nowhere beat them. Is this a situation where, like, we have just been so dominant so long that, like, we, you know, some, un, some underdog is going to come get us? I think it's a lack of respect I, for the, the I sanctity that, of what's going on. I think it's just, like, they're not trying. Like, it's exhibition games, so it doesn't really count. Um, and they're just in their mind. They're like, "Eh, it's Nigeria. We'll, we beat them by seventy three nine years ago, so we'll beat them at least by 30. Yeah, um, it's a lot of that. Just like they have, I mean, all you know, players that, for the most part, other than like two of them, have been you know all stars. So I think, I don't know, man. And also, it's the first year that uh, Coach K has not been the coach. You know, I have a hard time believing that Coach K was the the glue that held the uh, U.S. Olympic teams together. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he did a lot, and I know people like re- that played for him, whether it was just in the Olympics or whatever it was, uh, you know, respect the crap out of him. But I just, you know, I have a hard time believing that that, that was the the, yeah. the glue that was holding I don't together. know, but we, we shall see. Uh, the Olympics uh, start next Thursday. Uh, so No spectators. No spectators. No spectators. Um. It's like it's wild. Japan, y'all had like over a year to get ready for this. Y'all had a year to get ready. You're an island. You had a year to get ready for this, and things are just popping off now. So, Oh, well. Um, oh, well. Anything else you want to finish off with? Uh, um, No. No, no, no. Uh, slight closer, closure to uh, the, the car to, saga to, that, I, that I was to in. your car saga. To my car saga. Nick's car saga is just beginning. We'll, we'll talk about that at a later date. Um. If hey, if you saw the if you saw the Instagram live, you saw the Instagram live. You yeah. know what's going on. But uh I bought a car today. It uh, He doesn't currently have it. So yesterday I went to the dealership and I just test drove a car. And it was uh a little bit above my price range. And when I say a little bit above my price range, I mean like just a little bit, just a shade. Um and I tried to be suave with like my my dealership. Also, I walked in and said, Hey, where are your X, Y, or Z cars? And they said it is right there. And I said, what about these other cars? They go, both of them are right there. So they had three cars I was willing to look at. And two of them were just way out of my price range. They were like the high trim model. And I wasn't about to get that. So I, I test drove the one. It was above my price range. It had some options that I didn't really care about. So I said, I'm going to mull it over. Apparently, they sold it this morning. Oof. I went after work. And they said, we sold it. But they hit me with the butt neck. They said, but we have one that is a lower trim. Actually, more ideal to what I was looking for. Um, and they God. said, look mm-hmm. at God. I'm not saying it was God, but I'm not saying it wasn't. They said it's murdered out. It's all black. It's got, from what I understand, it's got black rims. It's black, black interior. I love it. It's going to be hot in the summer, but whatever. And, uh, they said, they handed me a sheet of paper. They said, it can be yours for this price. I said, well, what about these fees? Can we get rid of this? Can we do, you know, I willed and dealed a little bit. And, uh, they said, well, yeah, we'll see what we can do about that. So they came back with another piece of paper. I said, I like that. Actually, I didn't. I said, give me a second. I waited like five minutes because I hate commitment. 
And uh, this is like, I told Nick about this. This is like number four on the commitment chart. Like there's Jesus. That's an easy commitment. Uh, there's like a wife. That's, I don't know if that's an easy commitment. There's a wife. She's not here yet, but we're She's not here yet. Uh, and then there's like, you purchase a house. That's a big commitment. And then there's a car. Um, so this is, and I'm sure people that actually buy stuff, there's probably like, like washing machines, way more of a commitment. I don't know about that, but <laughs> so I sat, I sat on the dotted line and, uh, I'll pick her up tomorrow. Side to stuff. Are you going to post it on social media? Absolutely not. <laughs> You're not that person. Absolutely not. I'll, I'll, if you are, if you are that person, um, I'm not judging you. I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to do it. Would Walker do it? Well, Walker's not here. So 100% Walker, Walker would. Walker would. Walker, 100%. I'm, I'm glad we have Walker on the crew because Walker, uh, he leverages the crap out of social media. Yeah. And we don't. We we want to run a media company, but we hate media. You ever think about that? I don't hate media. I, I like consuming it. You have, I hate I mean, putting out how, personal stuff. You have, I mean, yeah, you have like, what, four posts on your Instagram total? Um... Yeah, I believe I put uh, a fourth one out recently. <laughs> and uh, your boys in all four. I'm just gonna start. It's all group pictures. Um, Do we, does two people count as a group? I don't know. It's a couple. So of yeah, people. it's uh, it's me, you. Shout out Dor- Jordan Delgado. No free shout outs. Shout out. And man. then it was uh, me, you, me, and Chris at uh, Kanye West Sunday service. Shout out. No free shout outs. And then it's uh, the launch of the company, official launch. You, uh, myself, and Mr. Walker Kirk. And then it's uh, the two boys at the uh, the Hawks game. There you go. Number four. I'm just gonna start numbering the posts. Number five coming soon. That's gonna be that's gonna be the bro. The new thing for like influence to do is like uh, a new post will be in like six hours and like do like the countdown. It's like, why don't you just post it? Just post it, man. Like, you want people to, like, just wait. Oh, I can't wait for them to post this photo. Oh, only two hours and 52 minutes and 37 seconds now. So, oh. Maybe it gets more engagement. Maybe they look at your uh, your thing more often. I don't know. Them. Maybe people just think more of themselves than, you know, they actually It's should also be. possibly that. So, so. Yeah. Anyways, um, I'll, let me do, do the wrap-up for this. I've never done it before. That has been uh, this week's episode of... Uh, the Young Podcast, obviously, you know, we appreciate everyone's support so much. We, you know, all the, the downloads, the lights on the social media, the comments. We appreciate it. So if you haven't already, I'm sure you have, but just in case you haven't, please let everyone know about the podcast. Tell your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, grandma, grandpa, uh, godfather, godmother, your pastor, your preacher, your minister, your priest. Uh, am I missing any? Your teachers, bro. Tell your teachers. I know it's summer school. Hey, if we got any Jewish listeners out there, shout out. No free shout outs. Tell your rabbi. So we love rabbis. Love rabbi. I got Big the fans. I got the uh, Israel flag right up here. Shout also, out Israel. if you know any nuns, let them know. I want to talk to them. I want to meet them. If you know a nun that would be willing to come on the show, we'll zoom in. Will I'm willing to pay for this one. Like I will pay this the nun money just up here on my. I don't think can they take money like that, dude. I don't freaking know. I'm not. I think it's kind of like a thing. That, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, we well, would be willing to pay well, pay money though. Yeah, I'd be willing to, to learn and find be out. Willing from to her. drive in our new car. Yeah, uh, my new car. Sister um, so and so, get her. Just get her here. We we want to we want to talk to her. I would love to have an official nun for the podcast. <laughs> Is that wrong? If it's wrong, I don't want it. If it's okay, then I'm down. I guess we'll find out when we have one on. We'll find. But out. Uh, anyway, so yeah, just tell everyone you know, like, subscribe download the episodes un- then undownload it then redownload it again that's all you got to do rate five stars rate it five star 
with a review. Anyways, that has been this week's episode of the Young Podcast. We have been your hosts. My name is Nick Borden. I'm Josh Robinson. And we will see you next time.